Welcome back to the Complete Health Rewild podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a really important concept called Beyond Fat Loss and how it could impact your health and well-being journey. We're joined today by head coach Stacey, transformation coaches John and Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jyoti Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. If we didn't have so many like real life examples of this, it would almost be like you're trying to sell the dream here that you can, you know, sustain your weight long term and still eat more food and still be able to have that flexibility to go to a social occasion, um, enjoy yourself, like eat the foods that you want to eat and not see crazy changes on the scales. Um, and just thinking back to one of the interviews we had with one of our successful clients, she said this, that she would go out on the weekend. Normally, before she joined us, she would see fluctuations of like two to three kilo weight loss and then weight gain. Whereas now she's just sustaining her weight. And even though she's over on the weekend, she doesn't see these massive fluctuations. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about beyond fat loss and what that means for your health and well-being journey. So the reason we're talking about this today is most people that we've worked with and most people that communicate with us are looking to lose weight or looking to lose body fat. But unless we're setting bigger goals, I mean, unless we're looking at the uh, long-term vision here, it's very, very easy to get fixated on one goal, which is weight loss and fat loss, and then almost kind of fall off the wagon a little bit once you've achieved that. There's so many reasons for that. We get complacent with human beings at the end of the day. It's very easy to get complacent once you've achieved your first five kilo weight loss or 10 kilo weight loss, once you fit into the dress or the trousers that you've been looking to fit in for years. So it's really important that we actually set goals that are beyond fat loss. So there's a couple of things that I want to go through today. Nutrition, training. I want to look at recovery. I want to look at mindset and how that needs to evolve as we go through this process to make sure that you not only achieve results, but you're able to sustain them for the long term. And when I'm talking long term, I'm not talking six months. I'm talking six, 10, 15, 20 years and you're not having to go from one approach to the next. So anybody that's ever uh, gone from one dietary approach to the next or one weight loss approach to the next, this is for you. So let's kick off with nutrition. So Stacey, I'd love to, to get your understanding here around nutrition, how that might evolve as you move away from fat loss. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think this is such an important thing because an unfortunate side effect of like diet culture and everything is all the focus is on the fat loss. You know, so people think as soon as they've lost however much weight they wanted to lose, bam, it's done. But the thing is, like, to, to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. Yes, you need to be eating less than you would normally eat. You need to be more mindful of your food choices. You need to, you know, there needs to be a degree of control over your food that is more than what you would normally have. So if you're going through a fat loss phase and you're, let's say, for argument's sake, let's use one of my clients, Sony, as a good example here. So his initial goal was to get healthier, lose some body fat. He was on 1,700 calories for you know, the majority of that fat loss. We got him down to about the 70, 71 kilo mark. Since then, we've been working on building his calories up. He's now at 2,300 calories and is at 69 kilos. So his weight has stayed stable or gone down slightly. His performance is getting better. He's feeling like he's got more flexibility with his food. I messaged him today and I was like, how's your appetite? And he's like, actually, I'm, I'm pretty full. Like I'm, I'm working in you know events really well. And that's where looking beyond the fat loss period is so important nutrition wise, because if you are just doing the fat loss and you're just working that calorie deficit, you get to the end of that. 
you're not going to live in that restriction forever. You know, you're going to want more freedom with your food. You're going to want to be able to feel <laughs> feel fuller. You're going to want to be able to to do more socially with food. So building your calories back up and getting to a point where you can maintain your weight at a higher calorie intake is going to mean that you have that flexibility and that you have that sustainable amount of food available to you without having to regain the weight. If we didn't have so many like real life examples of this, it would almost be like you're trying to sell the dream here that you can, you know, sustain your weight long term and still eat more food and still be able to have that flexibility to go to a social occasion, um, enjoy yourself, like eat the foods that you want to eat and not see crazy changes on the scales. Um, and just thinking back to one of the interviews we had with one of our successful clients, she said this, that she'd go out on the weekend. Normally, before she joined us, she would see fluctuations of like two to three kilo weight loss and then weight gain. Whereas now she's just sustaining her weight. And even though she's over recently on the weekend, she doesn't see these massive fluctuations. And I think that's really, really important, even from a mindset perspective, not to see those numbers constantly change. And again, it can be done, but it's it's got to be strategic. And I think that's one of the things that we talk from that. I'm just wondering, I mean, nutrition is definitely one element of that, but how would we tie training into this? So if we're going beyond fat loss, obviously you'd probably use a similar sort of type of training for people that are looking to achieve that initial weight loss and fat loss goal. And how would that evolve over time? It would get a little bit more specific. Um, so fat loss, you know, you want to elevate your heart rate and, and burn as many calories within those, within those workouts with building muscle. Um, you're going to be on a higher calorie uh, amounts. So you're going to have a little bit more energy um, and the intensity will have to be a little bit higher. And there's kind of something that we call my, uh, muscle mind connection or mind muscle connection. Um, so what that kind of means is really trying to activate as much muscle fiber as possible and potentially going to failure a lot more um, within, within exercises. And basically what that would mean or feel like is when, when you get to the 10th rep and you're trying to go for another one to the 11th rep, you physically kind of can't move because you've gone to, gone to failure. And with that, um, you'd need a lot more, a lot more calories. So yeah, I think to put it into kind of a simplistic way of looking at it, it would be a lot more specific. You'd be looking at kind of progressing certain lifts um, um, week to week, uh, a little bit more, and the intensity would be, uh, would be higher as well. Yeah, I, I think from that, we see maybe less supersets, maybe a little bit more rest time between sets to focus on that strength, to focus on maybe a little bit of uh, intraset recovery. And I think that's quite important when you look at a more performance-based uh, training focus, as opposed to, like you said, where it's a little bit more about how many, how many uh, reps we can get or how we can increase the amount of work we do in a small, small window. It's almost reversing that process. It's quite an important thing, guys. If you're looking to go from fat loss to actually building some lean muscle mass, you need to be, have that capacity to do that. And again, it, it maybe feels a little bit less like a HIIT workout and a little bit more like I've just focused on the, this very specific muscle area or muscle group. And for some people, that can be quite a challenge uh, moving away from fat loss. So that's why it's always so important to actually have a strategy behind what you're doing in the gym. Um, Jyoti, I know we laughed about this earlier. And Katrina, if you're listening to this, you will laugh about this too. 
um, when you absolutely insisted, when she actually insisted on doing her 20,000 steps a day, when she no longer needed to do that level of low intensity activity, she'd built the strength, she'd built the recoverability, she'd built the awareness around her nutrition. And she, it was more about the case of doing less then, but more quality as opposed to just constantly doing something and focusing on duration, um, which was kind of interesting when we move away from that fat loss focus. I want to kind of tie that into how do we recover? Because I get the feeling that when we start focusing on strength, when we start focusing on specific muscle groups, when we start to get a bit more targeted with the training, that's going to impact our recoverability, right? Yeah. So, I mean, first thing, if we're increasing our calories, we're looking at more fueling our training. Like you mentioned earlier, we're going away from maybe a hip focused workout which might be just about burning calories to more strength building so thinking more about if you're eating more you're going to be able to fuel your sessions and also just recover better but also things like sleep and stress so like sleep quality in that stage should be improving because you know you should be recovering well from your sessions and even managing things like stress so all the things that we kind of set in the foundation phase you're just building on that. And also things like the, the data-driven sort of um, values like resting heart rate, that should be in a good place. Your um, HRV, so heart rate variability, you should see those markers improving. Um, and just monitoring day-to-day, um, -day, like how you're feeling after your training session, because obviously if the training intensity increases, you know, are you recovering better, less muscle soreness after each workout? Yeah. Um, those are the sort of things that you'd want to monitor. Yeah, and I think, again, if we look at some of the clients that are almost in this phase right now, we're, we're massively just talking about performance, performance nutrition, performance within training. How do we optimise our performance through recovering better? What data can we pull into that? If we see the data starting to crash, if we see the HRV starting to crash, how do we focus on improving recovery? having kind of little blocks of time where we're not pushing too hard. And I think that's, it's really important to think beyond fat loss for that very reason. It's more exciting. Like we get to a position where we start to grow lean muscle. We've got brand new goals. We're not just focusing on numbers dropping down, but I think there's a massive mindset shift from being fat loss focused to actually now I'm trying to do something completely different with my body. Now, Chris, would you agree with that? Yeah, and I think the biggest issue is generally going to be timescales. So when we're focused on things like fat loss, we can generally see quite a bit of progress in short periods of time. We're going to see changes week to week, um, you know, both kind of visually uh, and subjectively and objectively. We're going to notice things quite quickly. When we kind of switch that focus to for, uh, lean muscle, strength, performance, um, the wins just won't come quite as quickly uh, as what we're used to. So building muscle takes a long time. You know, it's... Uh, it's a very time-consuming process, but the great thing is once you've built that muscle, it's going to be very hard to lose it. You know, getting it is the, the challenge and then maintaining it is, is a little bit easier, so there's that to look forward to. Um, but it's breaking it down, you know, it's probably going to take six to 12 months realistically to make any noticeable um, progress, but when we can break that down into, you know, can we have four-week goals, 12-week goals, related to things like gym performance is a great one, setting targets around that. So you're still getting those small wins. You're still seeing those short-term progressions to kind of keep pushing you along. Um, but really, you need to kind of accept it's going to be a longer-term journey. But that investment is going to pay dividends kind of for the rest of your life if you, if you get it spot on in the first place. 
I love that, man. And that patience is a virtue focus, um, but also knowing that you don't need to be patient when you're pushing yourself now. You can actually train harder. You can feel better. You can have those performance goals week on week. And just shifting that focus away from the scales can be such a powerful thing. I think also the way that you look, it won't necessarily change overnight. Whereas when you're in a fat loss phase, you see that kilo drop and you see it in the mirror as well. Um, but it's happening. And just knowing that and having something to trust in, when you've got a process and a strategy to actually lean on, you know that it's actually thought out. You're not just guessworking your way through this process. So I think that's really powerful. Um, guys, I really appreciate all of your insights into this. And I know that there's some people that will listen into this and almost have almost like a, a light switch going on in their brain thinking, actually, I've been getting a bit complacent. I've been focusing on just one thing. Now I need to start setting the bigger agenda. So I appreciate all of your insights. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you will be helping us achieve our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. If you'd like to learn more from us, get into our free Facebook community support group, type in the Indian Body Coach Complete Health Rewire, and you will access a free Facebook community support group where we share incredible information, inspiration, and motivation every week. I really appreciate you tuning in today. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.